Hey Bulldogs, welcome to Career Chat. This is your host, Janaya. Here at DeSales, I'm a part of the class of 2025 and I'm a career ambassador. Get ready to hear from our professional staff, career ambassadors, members of the DeSales community, and of course, some very special guests. I am very excited to host this podcast and help you explore your interests and develop your skills for a wonderful career path. Now let's begin with this week's episode. Hello, everybody. I am back with another episode of Career Chat. Today, I'm here with Christy Valadares. She has recently joined our family here at the Career Development Center. Thank you for being here today. Would you tell us more about yourself? Sure, Janaya. Thank you for having me. This is actually the second time I'm on the CDC podcast. Mm-hmm. I was on a few years ago with Kylie uh, talking about informational interviews. So oh, wow. I'm excited to be back. <laughs> well, yeah. welcome back. <laughs> so I have a, a, a BA in history and an MS in sport management, which I think a lot of people wouldn't put together. Um, and so I've had a few different career paths um, throughout my entire career, but everything has always been tied together uh, in terms of leading people and coaching and developing people and that's really what I enjoy doing and that's why I'm here. That's great. Well how have you liked working here so far? It's been wonderful. I love the career ambassadors. I love the energy that they bring and the creativity that they bring to the CDC and it's a a wonderful team atmosphere and and to watch our ambassadors grow is an amazing thing. (laughs) That's great because I'm an ambassador. Yes. (laughs) I recognize you wanted to speak about how a career does not always have to be in a straight line. So could you tell us a bit more about that? Sure. I mean, obviously you can pick from my master's and my bachelor's two probably very different ideas there. And I know when I was in college, I didn't feel like I knew what I wanted to do, especially at the end, because I had gone into college thinking I wanted to design sporting goods. I thought I wanted to design sports equipment. I had always played softball and basketball and field hockey and ran. And I thought, oh, this would be really neat. And my freshman year before I started, I was assigned to some random professor who didn't understand what I wanted to do. She's like, you should be a physics major. And I hated it. And I really probably should have been a bio major um, to understand biology and mechanics along with physics and and anatomy and physiology. And I stopped my senior year and said, I'm not, this isn't what I want to do. And I really enjoyed history and writing and researching. And whereas I had friends who were very focused on what they wanted to do. And the majority of them that I think of how focused they were in college, they are on that career path. And that's great for them. But I've, you know, my mom always said I was a late bloomer when it came to, to career. And, and that's true. Um, you know, I think I've, I've found my path now. And I've, I've worked with sales teams. I've worked in college athletics. I've worked in retail. Um, I've worked in learning and development. So it all works out in the end. And you are where you're supposed to be at that time. So at least with me, I know that like there's a lot of people who have like a dance major or a psychology major, but they don't even like they don't want to have that career. That's just something they enjoy. I feel like that's a big part of coming to college. Do what you enjoy, but you can still go wherever you want to go. Like you don't have to be a dance major, but then end up being a dance teacher. You don't have to go that route. You can be a dance major and end up becoming a doctor. <laughs> so at least with me, I just love Criminal, I love the criminal justice system, so that's why I'm going that route. But I could have been an art and theater history major and still went to law school. You don't have to have a straight line. Yeah, you definitely don't have to have a straight line. And there are so many different things that you can do with all your majors. And that's one of the beauties of, the, of a liberal arts education that you're getting here at the sales. And everything that you do 
whether it's a leadership position on campus, a part-time job on or off campus, or a group activity that you're doing on an assignment, you are learning transferable skills that are going to take you anywhere. And they're going to stay with you no matter where you go. So that, I think, really speaks to that liberal arts education, like I said, and that you don't need to have it all figured out right away in college. Do what you love. I love that you feel that way. And I hope many of your peers, if not all of them, feel that way as well, um, because you are learning so many different things, no matter what your major is. And there's a lot of different things that we can help you with at the Career Center when it comes to choosing a major. But once you have chosen that major, help in guiding you to give you suggestions and look into where you do want to go. Yeah. So like if there's anything you could think of, what's something you feel like students don't fully like have an understanding of on a linear or nonlinear careers? I, I think at least speaking from my experience and putting myself back in my 20 year old shoes, I looked at my friends and I thought, wow, they have it all figured out. And I was worried that I didn't have it figured out. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I thought, you know, you go to college, you get an education, you get a job, you do the marriage and the family thing, and you're supposed to go in this progression, a linear progression, but you don't need to do that. And it's okay to take a gap year. I actually worked for the Student Conservation Association for three months after graduation, and I built trails in Moab, Utah. And it taught me I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. But it was an amazing experience. And it was a time to explore and to keep learning for me. And I'm forever grateful that I did that. And I just want to make sure that people understand you don't have to check off all the boxes in a row, that those things are eventually going to happen for you as long as you're open to new experiences and you're trying new things. In my opinion, I think the problem may be the fact that as a student, at least I know I did in my first year, I compare myself to people who would have that order of like, oh, I'm doing this, but I know I'm going here, then I'm going here. And I felt like I needed to have it all together right now. Little did I know I'm only 18. What am I going to do? But yeah, I've, I feel like that's that was the biggest. Yeah, I think there's probably a lot of pressure students put on themselves. And maybe they're also getting some external pressure, or maybe it's perceived external pressure that they have to do something to please their parents. And, and maybe that is the case. But oftentimes, it's, it's not and it's, it's self inflicted. And we all need to take that step back and have confidence in ourselves of, you know, continuing to learn doing what we love, and that it's, it's going to be okay. And, and I know, again, putting myself in my 20 year old shoes, <laughs> I don't know if I would have believed that. But I hope people, you know, do listen and have that that faith that it is okay. Continue to find yourself again, be open to new experiences. And it's okay. If you go one direction, and you decide it's not your direction, you're not set on it for the rest of your life, you can pivot, you can take your transferable skills, and you can change. I think it's that's also a fear, like going all this way doing one thing, and then the fear of having to start all over. Right. And that that's tough. I'm actually in that place now. Um, you know, I, I while I worked in college athletics, it was very early on in my career. And then I went into the corporate world and now transitioning into higher education. It does feel like I'm starting over a little bit, but I keep reflecting on those transferable skills. And I know I keep saying that term, but everything I've learned along the way has led me here and has led me to this position. And I can bring a different perspective 
Definitely. That's that's really nice. That Those transferable skills you get from other majors, other careers, that definitely helps to any new career or major you'd want to do anyway. It's like during your major classes, you take gen eds because that's something you carry with you forever. Yeah, absolutely. So what sparked your interest in like speaking on this today? <laughs> well, uh, I, I hope that I have some knowledge that I can share and some wisdom. And I hope that my story resonates with some people. And I hope that my story and, and by speaking to to you, it maybe even helps one person realize, hey, I'm okay to be floundering a little bit. And I'm really not floundering. I have a focus. I have my major. I'm doing what I love. I'm meeting new people. I'm experiencing new things. And so I hope to, to reach an audience that way. So when you first came to the realization of it being okay to have a nonlinear career, how did that make you feel? And how did that change your perspective of things in the career world? So that's a great question. <laughs> and you did give this to me before the podcast, and I really thought about it. And early on in my career, I had an interview with a company that the hiring manager asked, I don't remember what question it was, but she asked me a question that I felt it was appropriate to answer with a story about how I initially thought I wanted to go to graduate school for public history. And I did end up going to a school and it was, I was there for a couple of weeks and I just wasn't the right fit. And I could tell that right away. And so I left, you know, before I lost any money on it. And then I, I did some more research and I, I took some time and I worked a job. And that's when I went back to, to get my master's in sport management. And I remember telling this person in the interview that story. And I thought it was a good thing, you know, to show that, hey, I know myself and I know that it's okay to change. And she was very critical of me. And I walked away feeling pretty deflated after that, but always knowing in the back of my mind, I think I'm right. I think she's wrong. And I think it really stood out to me. And I really came to the realization that it's okay not to be linear. It was um, in December of 2019, I was involved in mass layoff across the country of my peers and some of our business partner peers and our bosses. And I really took that time to look at what did I truly really enjoy about my career. And that was coaching and developing people. And so I did a bunch of informational interviews. And I said, how, where do I want to translate all these, these skills? And where do I want to take them? And so I had a friend who had worked in um, career counseling at Muhlenberg. And I called her and I said, I'm thinking about this shift. What do you think? And she said, you have to talk to Kristen and Mel at the sales. <laughs> and so I had a great you know, meeting with them, we had, we had shared a meal. And, and, you know, at the end, I, I can remember saying to Kristen, so can I make this transition into higher ed and into career development? She said, absolutely. She said, the skills you have already can definitely translate. And I can remember having this freedom, just based on that one comment from her saying, you're right, you've been right all along. And yes, it's not going to be an easy road to transition because your resume doesn't always pop to say higher ed, but everything that you've done along the way has really helped. So that's probably where in that 2019 to 2021, I, I really realized and I gained confidence of I'm on the right path and I know what I want to do. It like you had time to sit there and actually yeah. think about it and then getting that confirmation from someone else. I felt like that that boosted you. That yes. helped you. Yeah. That yeah. validation was just like, oh, yeah. It's like the weight lifted off. Yeah, your yeah, it, yeah, it really was. And, you know, obviously we're three years later after I, I you know, met with Kristen and Mel for the first time. Um, I say it's the longest job interview that I've ever <laughs> had. But, you know, I did transition in between and I did some learning and development uh, in between. And again, those skills that I, I brought from learning and development 
I think translate really well in, into higher ed and, and career development. That was a nice story. I like that. Oh, <laughs> I really like that. How could stopping by at the CDC help students be more aware of a nonlinear career path? So I think we have so many resources that we can offer students. And even just having a conversation, I, I think, is really what a lot of students are looking for. And, and I've had conversations with alum, too, of looking to transfer uh, and transition in their careers. And I think just coming in and feeling the energy of our students, of our staff, and realizing, wow, there's a lot of different majors sitting in this room with me, and they're all my peers. So I think that's really helpful. And then really, when you start to look into our resources and really validate, as I I once did, that it's okay that you're still searching, or it's okay that you're not sure what you want to do with your major. You know, we're we're on a podcast now, there's plenty of podcasts that we have that are, are great resources to listen to people with various majors and an alum with various career paths. You know, we have a blog that can help speak to maybe a time in your life that you're at. We have this awesome tool that I don't think we use enough called Road Trip Nation. And there's some short videos, there's even almost like movies to it. And it's all about young people and young students taking time to go learn about a subject together. And there's three students together in an RV. And they talk to people and interview people who don't have linear career paths um, or who might not have traditional, you know, learning styles. And so there's so much to learn from Road Trip Nation. And then, you know, of course, we have our our DSU mentors um, and they're wonderful to use. And they're a great network that you can reach out to somebody that is, you know, maybe a sport management major and you learn how did they get into working for the NFL or the NBA, you know, and, and, you know, learning about that. And then I I think one of the best resources, and I, I know quite a few of our professors use this in classes and we use this in our experiential learning class is focus too and that's a great tool that a student can use anytime on my dsu and log in take a couple quick surveys about what their personality is like what their passions are what their values are and really tie that into what their next steps could be in terms of a major or exploring a career exploring their you know a career within their major. Yeah, it can help with like the first couple of steps. I know for mine, when I took my focus to assessment, a lot of the stuff it said was law related. So I felt very comfortable because that like for a while I was a little like, am I going on the right path? Especially my first year getting here and actually taking the classes. It was, am I going the right way? I did focus too after meeting with the Career Development Center and it was, oh, law this. You would need a law degree to do this, 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 and this. And I was just like, yeah, no, this is. This, this is, yeah, so it validated for you yeah. what you your gut was telling you, which is awesome. But it also probably helped open up your eyes to new opportunities of what you can do, that you don't need to go work in a law firm and log 60 hours a week yeah. and, you know, <laughs> fill out drink. motions all the time. Yeah. You know? So there's so many things that you can do. And so, and there's so many tools that we have. So just come in. In and talk to us, talk to the pro staff, talk to your peers and find a, a comforting place and a safe place to find yourself. All right. I have one more question yeah. for you. Okay. How has learning about these values changed you as a person? You know, I, when I read that, I, I really thought long and hard about it. And I think the main lesson I've taken away is be kind to yourself. Um, you know, I think it's always, you know, uh, we, we all should be good people and kind to each other, but sometimes it's easy to forget to give yourself grace and to give yourself that moment to breathe and digest 
you know, something and to take the time to really examine what am I good at and how does that translate into a, a job and, and a career? And just be kind to yourself because it's all going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all I have. Thank you so much, Christy. For- Thank you, Shania. I appreciate you having me. And I hope, you know, we can reach a couple folks who will stop in the Career Center and meet with us and use some of our, our tools and uh, learn that uh, they're on the right path, even if they don't know it. And that everything is okay. Everything's okay. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you you so much for listening to this week's episode of Career Chat. Be sure to follow the DeSales Career Development Center on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat so you can be kept up to date about all of the things that we have in store, including new episodes of this podcast. I look forward to seeing you in the Career Development Center.